from Australia, this is BK1 WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. National news for week commencing February 11th, 2018. This is our 23rd year of non-stop news and this week it comes from the microphones of the Australian Ladies Amateur Radio Association. AGM weekend. Registrations are open. Longitudinal broadcasts. YL contests around the globe. Two weeks to Wyong Field Day. Around the world with YL sister organisations. The pioneering Joy Bachelor, VK7 Yankee Lima and we finish with a great discussion point about diversity and inclusion. These stories and more in this edition of news from the Wireless Institute of Australia 2018 and for the week of February the 11th. The WIA is pleased to announce that registrations are now open for the 2018 WIA Radio and Electronics Convention and AGM. You can register today via the online registration form on the WIA website via this link. The 2018 WIA Radio and Electronics Convention and AGM is being held at the SeaWorld Resort on Queensland's Gold Coast. The venue is located in the heart of the Gold Coast with easy access from the airport and to a wide range of hotel accommodation and with parking nearby. For those arriving at the Gold Coast on Friday evening, the traditional informal dinner and get-together is being held at Fisherman's Wharf Tavern, which is located near SeaWorld on Main Beach. The evening meal will be of your choice and budget. On Saturday morning at 9am, the formal WIA AGM and Open Forum will take place in SeaWorld's Conference Centre. This important event will be followed by an eye-opening afternoon program themed Beyond 2020. A commemorative activity to launch the armistice is to be announced by the WIA. The afternoon program will include guest speakers presenting on some cutting-edge technologies as well as a range of strategy workshops providing members with the opportunity to share their views and ideas for the shaping the future of the WIA beyond 2020. Saturday will also offer a range of relaxing activities for the partners, including SeaWorld tours and an opportunity to visit some of Australia's largest shopping centres. At 7pm on Saturday evening, the traditional WIA annual dinner will take place. The dinner is being held at SeaWorld's Shoreline Restaurant, featuring the restaurant's signature seafood buffet. During the evening, guests will be privileged to hear from Jeff Johnson, VK4 X-Ray Juliet Juliet, as he talks to us about his walk across Australia with amateur radio. Partners and friends are invited to join in the WIA annual dinner. Seats are available for just $85 per person. Beer, wine and soft drinks will be available for purchase on the night. On Sunday morning, consider trying something different and join us for an early morning champagne and breakfast hot air balloon ride. Consider taking your radio with you and discover how far you can work from such heights. Sunday morning will also feature tours of the Queensland Telecommunications Museum, a tour of the Surf Lifesaving Com Command Centre, 
plus a variety of demonstrations and displays of amateur radio equipment. There will be a microwave shootout and talks on a range of interesting topics, plus displays of latest radio equipment by some of our leading commercial suppliers. And last but not least, for those not travelling back to their home QTH on Sunday afternoon, you are invited to join us for a free barbecue dinner courtesy of the Gold Coast Amateur Radio Society. Further information and the full weekend program with online registration form is now available on the WIA website via this link. I'm Shirley, VK5 Yankee Lima for the WIA National News and now we hear about the WIA ticketing system from David, VK4 Mike Zulu. G'day from David Ford, VK4 Mike Zulu. We live in an age of digital transformation an age of moving paper-based processes to electronic processes, an age of organisations providing 24 by 7 self-service digital delivery. This all helps to improve service levels. Over the past few months, the team at the WIA office have been trialling an inquiry, complaint and request management system that will provide members with better service and better status updates, a system that will also enable self-service 24-7 via an online portal. This means you can check the details of your WIA inquiry or respond to clarifications 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, without needing to wait for when you can call the office. After successful initial trials, a broader trial is now underway where selected WIA inquiries and requests will be managed in the new system. As a member, if your inquiry is selected as a trial case, it will mean that you will be sent automatic email updates and a link to your inquiry so that you can manage your inquiry 24-7 via the website. Now, this doesn't mean that the office hours are changing, or that the phones will have any less support. The office's contact methods are not being reduced, rather they are being expanded. Privacy and security is important to the WIA, and depending on the type of inquiry, only relevant staff or volunteers will be able to see the details of your inquiry. Also, We are aware that not all members have reliable access to the internet, so we will continue to provide services in a way that means you will not have to use the new system if you can't. Instead, it will be used to complement your experience if you do have access. WIA staff and WIA volunteers will all now have a better understanding of how inquiries and requests are progressing. It will also highlight common queries or issues, giving us an opportunity to address them in a more broader sense. In summary... It will help the WIA deliver a better service. A big thanks to Aidan Mountford, VK4APM, Petra and Bruce for making this all happen. Feedback is, of course, welcome. This has been David Ford, VK4, Mike Zulu. The only ham fest in Melbourne's West is back, and it's going to be big. Four times bigger than last time at our new venue, the Wendark Ham Fest, Sunday, February 18 at the Italian Sports Club Werribee. Kick off your day with a bacon and egg breakfast, a sausage sizzle for lunch, free tea and coffee all day, and you can even enjoy a meal and drink at the Italian Social Club. Entry is just $7 and includes a ticket in the major prize drawer. Got something to sell? Tables are only $20. For details, Contact Andy VK3 VKT on 0409 160 948. The 2018 Wen Dark Ham Fest, Sunday, February 18, Italian Sports Club, 601 Heats Road, Werribee. It's gonna be huge. International news with thanks to the IARU, RSGB, SARL, 
Southgate AR Club, ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART, WIA Local News Service, BK7, BK3PC, and the worldwide sources of the WIA. Traveling a longitude line in a westerly direction, and you get South Africa. SARL News Broadcasts. The South African Radio League broadcasts a news bulletin each Sunday in Afrikaans as well as English at 8.15 and 8.30 Central African time, respectively, on HF as well as on various VHF and UHF repeaters around the country. The bulletin is relayed via the Echolink by ZS6JPL. A podcast is available on the League website. Traveling the same longitude line in the easterly direction and you reach the land of the Great White Cloud. NZART broadcasts. Shout out to our colleagues over the ditch, or should I say Dutch? Hi, hi. There is the NZART official broadcast that is on the last Sunday of each month except December when the broadcast is made on the Sunday before Christmas. The broadcast is made on 3,900 kilohertz and on the national system and on the local VHF repeaters. The broadcast is made at 2,000 hours, 8 p.m., and re- with a repeat at 2,100 hours, 9 p.m. I'm Tina, VK5, TMC for the WIA News. From Australia, this is VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Radio operational news. It's a contact sport. All major Australian contests, rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. YL-focused contests, events and nets. For greater details about these contests, please take a look at the internet edition of this broadcast. Alaranet, Mondays 10.30 UTC or 10.00 UTC during daylight saving on 3.57 MHz. United States, YLRL, YLOM contest on SSB, CW and digital from 1400 UTC February the 9th, 2018 to 0200 UTC February the 11th, 2018. Invitation to Austrial YL Round on Sunday the 18th of February 2018 at 1700 PM local on the 80 metre band, 3.74 MHz plus or minus QRM, Net controller with the call sign OE3XRC will be operated by Marion OE3YSC. All YLs, OMs and listeners are welcome. In Germany and France, they are celebrating International Women's Day on March the 8th, 2018. For the fifth time, the DARC's YL group in Germany and Sophie, F4DHQ for France are organising this operating event on Thursday, March the 8th, 2018 from 1800 until 2200 UTC on the 20, 40 and 80 metre bands in SSB and CW. 
Participants from Germany shall send their logs to Heike, DL3HD. Participants from other countries shall send their log to Sophie, F4DHQ. Japan Ladies Radio Society, JLRS. The 15th JLRS Hina Contest starts at 1500 UTC on March the 2nd, 2018 and ends at 1500 UTC March the 3rd, 2018. Ten points for YL station and OM stations count for one point. Ladies, only two more months to work special YL event 8N60JLRS which celebrates the 60th anniversary of JLRS. We move to Canada and the Canadian Ladies ARA, or CLARA, March Chatter Party from 1700 Zulu March the 13th to 1700 Zulu March the 14th and 1700 Zulu March 17th to 1700 Zulu March the 18th. In England, Linda, Golf Zero AJJ, informs us of the local club Bittern DX Group that is involved with Thinking Day on the Air on 17th of February and they'll be running a special event station using the call sign Golf Bravo 5 WDG. They hope to put around 100 girl guides on air with various modes so please look out, listen out. In Finland they are holding the 20th annual DX and contest meeting to be held in Turku, Finland, on the 9th to the 11th of March 2018. The organiser is OHDXF. The meeting will be held in the Caribia Resort, located just two kilometres from the city centre. Thanks to Amanda, VK1WX, for that info. I'm Marilyn, VK5DMS, for the WIA National News. And now over to Ed. It's only two weeks away. This week's piece will be a little different. We have asked some of the volunteers from the Central Coast Amateur Radio Club who puts on the Wyong Field Day, what are the special parts of the event for them? I'd like to thank Bob, 2AOR, for making these recordings. So without further ado, here is what the workers at Wyong love about the event. Glenn, what do you like about the field day? Bob, there's so much to choose from. I don't know what to start with. Maybe the, the car boot sale, because the variety of stuff that you get there, you just don't get anywhere on the shore. The old radios, the equipment, the plugs, and people's lost treasures. It's fantastic. And you know what else is good about it? It's the beating people that you don't see. You know, you haven't seen for years. You've been talking to them on the radio, and lo and behold, you find it they're there at the field day. That's what I like so much about this field day. It's unique. What do you like about the field day, Miles? Thank you, Bob. Um, there are many, many things that I like about the field day getting to see all my friends, catching up with people, making new friends. This year, going in to see the traders, and it'll be air-conditioned inside the tent, which will be fantastic. There'll be a higher comfort level in there for everyone. The other things that I really like are being able to get a nice hot cup of coffee or tea, grabbing a cold beer to sit down with my mates and have a chat, and at the end of the day, if I have a couple too many beers, I can jump on the free bus over to the train station and get the train home. Uh, Karen, what do you like about the field day? Oh, the Wyong Field Day. I like to catch up with the Alara ladies and the variety of topics in a nutshell. It's a great day. Next week on the last WIA broadcast before the big day, Bob, VK2AOR, will be giving a comprehensive roundup of the topics in a nutshell lectures that will be happening at Wyong. In case you haven't already found it, all Field Day details are on the web at fieldday.org.au. Don't be square, be there. 
the 60th annual CCARC Field Day at Wyong on the 25th of February from 8.30am. For the Central Coast ARC, this has been Ed, DD5LP. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Females in Radio Alara, the Australian Ladies Amateur Radio Association a reminder that the Alara Net is held each Monday on 3.570 MHz, plus or minus, commencing at 10.30 UTC, and that is 10.00 UTC during daylight saving. The following is a roundup of sister groups to Alara from around the world. There is a lot going on in February 2018. There is a ladies' group in India and Bharati Devulapali VU2RBI from Hyderabad is calling for all YLs and XYLs to please contact her. Her number is on the text edition of the broadcast. We now move to South America. Ya no well fine. In the Southern Hemisphere, they are enjoying barbecues and long cold drinks, which is what the activators hope to enjoy during the 10th annual South America Lighthouse Weekend on the 17th to 18th of February 2018. EDZS5YH reminds us that it's only a month until International Women's Day, so dust off your mics and headsets and make a contact. The Japan Ladies Radio Society, JLRS, is celebrating Hina Matsuri, or Doll Festival, a famous traditional girls' festival on March 3 in Japan, which celebrates the birth of a girl and wishes her future happiness. A set of dolls in ancient costumes are displayed in a girl's house. The JLRS was founded in 1957 in Japan by three women, Fumi Abi, J-A-1-A-E-Q, Kuni Kan, J-A-1-Y-L, and the late Kimi Kobayashi, J-A-0-E-C. The society has over 160 members in Japan and 43 overseas. Further afield, Linda, G-0-A-J-J, tells us about her local activities in England. From Linda, G-0-A-J-J. Our local club, the Bitten DX Group, is involved with Thinking Day on the Air on 17th of February and will be running a special event station using the call sign GB5WDG. We hope to put around 100 girl guides on air on various modes, so please listen out for us. Propagation is dire at the moment, but hopefully it will improve soon. I do take part in a number of contests during the year using my call sign and the local club call of G6IPU, Portable. With the band conditions in such poor shape at present, I've been spending time on FT8 and other digital modes, although my main interest is in VHF, UHF. On Thursday at 18.30 UTC, I share the running of a Bilara net on 80 metres. Unfortunately, the band has not been playing ball with us the last few weeks and we have had to revert to Echolink. If any ladies would like to join us on Echolink, it would be lovely to hear them. We use the Alara link, which has proved quite effective. 33's Linda, G0AJJ. 
Thanks to Amanda VK1WX for that info. I'm Leslie VK5LOL for the WIA National News. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. News from the glowing orb in the sky that either makes us amateurs happy or sad with the segment known as Space Weather. With the solar minimum right around the corner, sunspot counts are at an almost 10-year low. So it came as a surprise last Sunday, the 4th of February, when a relatively large sunspot emerged near the sun's eastern limb. AR2699 has a primary dark core larger than Earth, with many smaller magnetic condensations trailing behind it, in all stretching more than 75,000 kilometres across the sun's surface. Rare solar minimum sunspots are capable of intense explosions, just like sunspots during the more active phases of the solar cycle. For more details, visit the link on the internet edition of this broadcast. I'm Marilyn, VK5DMS, for the WIA National News. Special interest groups, HF and above, the plumber's delight. Backscatter is a compendium of the best technical articles that have been in Scatterpoint, the UK Microwave Group newsletter, and its predecessor over the period 1999 to 2006. The original publication in 2008 was an A5 size book of 455 pages. It is an excellent reference with many articles on all aspects of microwaves. It is now freely available at the address on the email edition of this broadcast. Worldwide Special Interest Group News Lowdown. Just a note to let you know that Radio 4KZ Innisfail, as part of our 50th anniversary, commenced shortwave broadcasting on December the 20th, 2017, the same date as Radio Australia's commencement in 1939. The transmission site is East Innisfail, co-sited with 4KZ, 531 kHz, and 4AY, 873 kHz transmitters. The frequency is 5055 kHz, and the antenna is an inverted V. Operating times are 6am to midnight daily Queensland time. Power is only 250 watts. We hope to get that up to one kilowatt in the not-too-distant future. So far, we have received reception reports from across Australia and 12 other countries. Any reports from shortwave listeners or amateurs are most welcome, and please send to al at nqradio.com.au. All correct reports will receive a DL size QSL card. Return postage is not required. Thanks to Al Curtin, VK4FFKZ, for that reminder. Special interest groups lowdown. In VK5, step VK5FQ, puts this broadcast to air on 476 kHz, lower sideband, every Sunday morning, and gets a hardcore group of MF experimenters calling back. 
Anya Steff. This is VK5 TMC Tina for the WIA News. Rewind. Joyce Batchelor, Knee Crowder, VK7 Yankee Lima. Joy was Tasmania's first VK7 female amateur radio operator. Joy was interviewed in September 2008 in conjunction with the National Alara Meet, which was in VK7 that year. Joy got her licence in April 1936 after talking with a girlfriend who said her uncle was a ham and he broadcasts on 200 metres. This is when 7ZL closed down at 2 o'clock on a Sunday and then Jack Batchelor, VK7, Juliet Bravo, will take over and broadcast music. They trekked off from Sandy Bay to North Hobart and spent most of the night with Jack talking radio. They missed the midnight tram home and had to walk back home. Joy went off to the Tech College where Jack was a Morse trainer and Joy got her Radio Mechanics AOCP ticket in 1935. Jack joined the Army in 1937 with Signals Corps and was a trainer. Jack and Joy were married in 1940 and built a house in Sandy Bay in 1952 and lived there up until 2008. In the early 1960s on TVT6 Joy was interviewed on the program Telly Wives Time on October the 9th at 2pm about her life as Tasmania's first and only female radio amateur. Joy's favourite equipment, first modulated transmitter with 205 valves and favourite band was 20 metres with both phone and CW. Memorable contacts, Chappie in Cuba, a G British operator who they visited when they visited Cuba. Joy had a huge QSL card collection. Joy remembered six female amateurs in VK at the time in VK 2, 3, 4, 5 and 6. Jack died in 1979 and Joy lost all interest in amateur radio. Joy held an amateur radio license from 1935 through to 1980 for 45 years and was a pioneer. Joy sadly became a silent key at the age of 99 years on February the 15th, 2015. I'm Shirley, VK5 Yankee Lima, for the WIA National News. Many of us in the corporate world would be familiar with the significant focus placed on diversity and inclusion in the last few years. This focus acknowledges that diversity of thought leads to innovation and therefore is good for business. Whether the business is for profit or not for profit matters little. Diversity is good for all business. I've been working in the diversity and inclusion field for some years, but I'm still heartened to see things like the social media post I saw the other day referring to ways to inspire girls into science and technology. The post stated, If she can see it, she can be it which started me thinking about how we create more visibility of women within amateur radio and thus lead to greater diversity within our hobby and within technical pursuits more generally. That is why I'm so happy to see women participating in this broadcast. Some of you may be asking, what is this diversity and inclusion all about? Put simply, diversity is what is outside your doors and inclusion is what you do with it. The diversity that exists outside your club or association doors includes a population that is 51% women. If the diversity inside your doors 
is not equivalent to outside, you really should be asking yourself, do we have a problem with inclusion? Inclusion requires not only a commitment to making change, it requires a commitment to allow those unheard voices equal opportunity to influence that change. If you want more women in your radio club or in the WIA, you have to not only allow those women a voice, you must allow that voice to be heard and allow that voice equal opportunity to make change. How many club committees have women on them? How many have 51% women? How many women are on the WIA board? It is these structural fundamentals that can have the biggest impact. It matters not if those women are active on air. It simply matters that they care about the hobby. What I'm suggesting here is not a destruction of the status quo, but an expansion of opportunity. However, if I've learned anything in my role as a DNI leader, it is that diversity and inclusion is a marathon, not a sprint. Such a marathon requires a solid dedication from the highest levels of governance down to the everyday person. Like all marathons, it won't be easy and it requires some sacrifice. But to paraphrase my old school motto, the outcome will certainly crown the effort. I'm Kimberly Olsen, VK2KMI. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF. We thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening and remember internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.